Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures, episode 126. And before we get going too much, I do want to make note that both Ben and I, um, our internet seems to be good right now, but in our area, Nova Scotia, East Link, our ISP has been having some problems. So if uh, this goes the wayside, we do apologize. Uh, we did check both of our hardware. I think we've done everything we can do on our own ends. So hopefully everything holds out. There's been notices everywhere that debit machines and people have been without internet and everything else has been down. So, but I think we're all right so far. You know, knock on wood, things have been good. Ben and I have been chatting for uh, about 20 minutes now, and no problems. But in any case, episode 126, kind of a little topic that Ben and I have chatted about in the past, and I brought it up again, and Ben thought it was a good idea. So we thought we'd chat this out to you guys. So our idea and what we wanted to talk about, are you through, no. <laughs> um, is we're looking to maybe plan a, a trip out like we do. We go camping, you know, all that good stuff, thus the channel. But maybe we would offer the invite for you guys to come along with us. COVID restrictions are lifting now. Uh, back when Ben and I started this was right around the same time COVID hit. So it kind of narrowed our window really quickly. <laughs> on to getting out there and mashing with the public and stuff like that um but yeah so far restrictions have been lifting things are looking good a lot of people are with second vaccines the numbers are getting a little higher for how many can be in a group uh outside numbers higher again which is what we're basing this off so yeah what we'd like to do is maybe plan a little trip we're gonna go out do our thing and we'd like you guys to maybe come along with us now uh the idea we threw around there, Ben, was maybe like early to mid fall. Is that, that that's because yes. I mean, this was very impromptu. Ben and I only chatted about this maybe an hour ago, honestly. Uh, Ben had some stuff going on. I've been gone on vacation almost every day. I just kind of came back for the podcast tonight. Um, and yeah, so maybe early mid fall because at that point, hopefully, it cools off a little bit so we don't have the stifling heat. Bugs should be dying down a little bit. Uh, hopefully the wetter weather has, uh, gone astray. And with luck, uh, I was looking on the go government's website there. Uh, I think they keep talking about a phase, phase four or phase five. Anyway, they're talking about another phase where they're going to lift the majority of restrictions. Um, and they're hoping to hit that around the same time, early to mid fall. So if that goes... Uh, that might lift the restrictions to where we could open this up to even more people. But as it sits now, all things in place, I think uh, you'll agree, Ben. We'll just work with the numbers that COVID is allowing us to work with. If we get that many, we'll stay within the whatever the regulations are. We don't want to get anybody in trouble. We don't want to get in trouble. None of that stuff. <laughs> For sure. Um, I picture this as being sort of a more of a meet and greet. Nothing super formal. There would be no, I, I may be talking out of turn, we're not looking for any financial exchange or any, any liability on our side. So, you know, to each his own, you know, but hopefully we can share some things, uh, you know, uh, food, stories, skills, knowledge, uh, just a, a general get together to meet people that, that are like-minded. Um, not, I guess, unlike the bushcraft gatherings, but... A lot smaller but, scope. A little bit more private of scope, if you will. Uh, the Nova Scotia Bushcraft Gathering, 
does an amazing job and COVID has been ravaging them just as bad as us. And we hope they get back up and doing their thing as well. And we're not trying to tread in their waters at all. Like, don't get me wrong. No. They're trying to do it on a very large scale and uh, warrants in them. They do a great job over there and we're not trying to take anything away from them. Of course, this is literally just for Atlantic Bushcraft Adventures. And we're going to keep it pretty, you know, relatively small in comparison, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. We haven't got, uh, a defined location yet although we think we both have a few ideas of concepts uh once we get a concept of numbers and where people are are located to we can more uh narrow that down to a more uh defined location i guess yeah and probably a more appropriate location too because i got a couple in mind depending on how many come uh if it's low numbers got some ideas if it's large numbers uh, and I mean large relatively here, <laughs> uh, then that would change the location and stuff too. But I guess the main point of today, get the question out there, see if you folks out there are interested in it. I mean, this is going to kind of unfortunately restrict it to the people probably in Nova Scotia or the Atlantic provinces or something like that, unless, uh, some of you are incredibly adventurous out there and want to make some kind of radical trip to come in the woods with us, which I mean, I don't blame you if you don't, but that'd be quite amazing if you did. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just kind of thinking, I don't know, are we that entertaining? <laughs> I don't think so, but you never know, you never know. I mean, we're better than Poison Ivy, right? But uh, One of our best reviews, better than Poison Ivy. I mean, I can never argue with that, but uh, I guess the other side of this is, at this uh, kind of gathering or outing or whatever you want to call it, and I, I gathering's a stretch, let's just call it this camping adventure, because that's more what it is. We're going to go out and do what we normally do. We're going to find somewhere, we're going to go out, we're going to work on our skills, and we're kind of inviting you folks along to come with us. If this was to take chance, or happen, and, you know, COVID leaves us alone and all that good stuff, uh, what's the kind of things you guys would like to see there? I mean, we have some ideas, and we're going to talk about them briefly, but is there anything that you would like to actually see at this gathering? And keep in mind, we're not professional instructors. Uh, we're not really looking to bring in professional instructors in or anything like that, but we are going to have a group of people that I'm, we're going to, you know, put this out to some of the other YouTubers and stuff. We know we'll send invites out to them and see if they want to come just for the adventure once again. Um, and you know, as with all group camping trips, you get a chance to learn from other people, uh, see different ways of doing things, uh, maybe collect some knowledge that you never had before. And it, it, we could you know, yak about some stuff. And if you guys have things you want to know about or see and stuff like that, we could try and make an attempt at showing you guys how, you know, we do it. Once again, it's pretty just the way Ben and I would be doing it. Uh, and maybe you guys will get some ideas from there. And things we've been, that Ben and I chatted about already was, uh, you know, like tarp setups for hammocks. Because both of us do some hammock camping and that's a good one. Uh, I mean, there's some basic tarp setups. And we could talk about how to convert your tarp from a hammock into a ground tarp if the need ever arose. And maybe look at some ropes and knots. Maybe look at taking uh, your, you know, the benefits of whoopee slings, like tailor it around hammocks, because that's just both what we have at the moment. But it, in no means do we have to, you know, confine it to that. And we can't, you know, expand out of that either. If there was, you know, like some basic fire making or maybe even carving a whistle. Cause I mean, I got Ben to show me that, that that's a neat skill to have. You know what I mean? Um, that's, that is a skill that's best done in the spring. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But we could at least, um, show the process. Yeah. 
I think we could show the process at least a little bit there, and you know maybe some cooking. Uh, I got different ask, things. Did you did you get a whistle built this year? I got one. I only found one piece that would make a whistle for me. The rest I couldn't get the bark to come off. I I have been so tied up in other things, and it's finally starting to wind down. I am so excited that I can. I think I can finally get a few trips out. So that's that's huge for me. Uh, this has been, and I'm so looking forward to getting together with with like yourself or anyone else who wants to join us and just do something. You know, a bit of an adventure, learn some stuff, meet some people. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because I. I need it. I need to get out. <laughs> and that's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, once again, I keep harping on COVID, and I know, sound like a broken record, but it really has slowed things up. I can get out individually, which is great, but, I mean, I miss the social aspect of getting out. In all honesty, like, bushcrafting to me has always been, I like doing my solo thing, but I enjoy the social aspect of it, too, and getting out and talking to people about what they're doing, what plans they have coming up, places they've been, stuff they've done, stuff they tried that worked, stuff they tried that didn't work. I mean, it's just the whole culture of it that's really missing, and I think it'd be great to try and uh, get out there and do that. Yeah. I noticed so you, you lost your chicken, uh, Ben. <laughs> I, I, I'm missing. Oh, I can get you one. How many chickens do you want to see? <laughs> and if you guys are wondering, Ben did have a chicken with him when we were first chatting, but I think the little one uh, scooped it to go get some feed or something. Yeah. I, I, at, at one point, I think I had three chickens out here, so. <laughs> yeah, you did. You had the little, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Uh, sorry, Ben, didn't mean to cut you off. No. Uh, you mentioned, like, even tarp, tarp setups, but there's so much more that's really nice to see what other people's, like, how do people load their packs? What kind of packs are people getting? What are some toys you like to take with you for entertainment? Um, I know we're both kind of big into archery uh, in our own way. Uh, you know, if we got the right location, I would not be against bringing out some targets and doing some archery practice. I got a nice Reinhardt target here. Um, yeah. I could take out the compound, which is here behind me somewhere. And My uh, compound just got some fiber optic sights that I've never tested. Nice. Uh, mine has a sliding sight, uh, which I'm still getting used to. But, I mean, I got the, well, you can't see them in the thing there. But I got the two crossbows. I got the bow. I got a couple different ideas in archery. If that's things people are interested in, we can do that. Uh, if fishing and stuff of that was an interest, I'm sure we could wrangle somebody up that knows much more than us, at least more than me, uh, and we could find a location with a little water. Uh, we could probably find a location with uh, boating access. Like, I mean, we, we just want to know what you guys want, and then we can figure it out from there. Like, Ben and I have been around a good majority of Nova Scotia scoping places out here and there, and I think we can probably find something that'll meet uh, the majority of needs that could possibly arise. Is that safe to say? I think so. I think uh, so. And, and you know me and my boating addiction. Will there be turkey frying? You know what? If that's something <laughs> you guys want to see, if Ben's willing to bring the fryer out, I'm willing to buy the turkey. <laughs> that may be something we can arrange. I, uh... I, it could pause. If that's what you guys want, we can make it happen. We're literally opening this up to what you folks want out there. Uh, within reason. I mean, you know what I mean? We're not going to do like a firearms course out there for a bunch of people that don't have FAC or PALs or whatever they are now. But, uh, I mean, within reason, within legality, we will try to accomplish uh, any 
any reasonable request. I think that is that safe enough to say that way, Ben? I think I covered most of our avenues. I think so. I, I think archery is about as far as I want to go in mm. the uh, projectile uh, range. Uh, I'd do slingshots. I would do slingshots. Well, and I do have the. I do have slingshots. I have a couple. You know what else I would really like to try? Try trawl. <laughs> an atlas, as well as a, a real sling, like the you know the. So if anybody has skills with that and is willing to come out, I would love to learn a little bit about that. We can, I could make one of those. That is an easy make. I know it's an easy make. It's a hard skill to learn. I've tried making one. I've tried using one. And I've wrapped myself in back of the head with it more times than I've successfully launched anything out of it. So I'm definitely I, doing something wrong. I spoke to a guy and he said, you know, he's, he's done the spin. But he said, like, just a, a single whip has been just as effective as getting it spinning and trying to whip it out. I think it was uh, Sam. Sam, at one of the bushcraft meetings, said the exact same thing. He's like, the spin is nice. It just kind of keeps things floating for you, ready to go. But if you're yeah. ready to go, you can literally just give it a... And you're good to go. Once again, I have not had luck with this. I usually ping myself in the back of the head, and I fall to my knees. And for a large man, I start crying, and I go, you know, lick my wounds and go away. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who it was. I feel like it wasn't Sam, though. But it, was, it may have been a bushcraft gathering that I talked to someone who was pretty good at it. And I thought it was just Sam. He was the name that popped to mind. But it could have been somebody else, too. I don't know. Same as there was somebody doing an atlith. Uh, and I yeah. can't remember who that was, either. And they were really good at it. And they told me, oh, yeah, it's super basic and easy to do. And I'm like, still haven't accomplished it myself. But I missed <laughs> the whole demonstration, which was yeah. kind of a downer, too. Well, there's a there's a ton of skills out there, and 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 they're all fun. And you know what? It takes time to master each skill. I heard one person say like you should take like a month or more to master like small skills. That's not, I'm not talking like major skills, but like you have to put like a concerted effort in. Uh, certain plants can take a year to fully be able to recognize year round because you mm. need to see them in every season and stuff. And they only recommend you do like one or two plants a year. So to become extremely proficient, it would it could take years to do like a lot of types of herbology and and mushroom. Now once you get a handful under you can add more and more, but Yeah, to definitely get your base, I'm seeing a, a significant amount of time going in there. Like uh once again, just going over uh Cliff. We've talked about him in the past. I've taken one of his uh forging and uh forging and edibles courses mm. and i mean i it was an amazing course don't get me wrong i'm not speaking of it at all but it was so much information he must have showed us a hundred plants at least that were edible i remember three i think just because you know that that's as much as i could take in and memorize uh there were some that i knew don't get me wrong but like out of the ones extra ones i was exposed to there's three that I took to, okay, that's what I'm adding to my new repertoire. Mm -hmm. Excuse yeah. me. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, that, that's all we really want to say on that aspect. That was a real short thing there. Uh, some of the ideas. But uh, you also had a, or sorry, I shouldn't say you had a product. We had a product sent to us, and we do want to actually uh, say a little blurb on that. Do we not, Ben? Yes, I, I, I do, because I feel bad, because I've had it for a little while. I've been meaning to get to it, and I've been getting caught up in stuff. I've been away for 
a couple of weeks, as some of you guys have been following or aware. I'm glad to be back, happy to be back. Uh, sorry, I, I hope I never have to leave you guys like this again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Kingfisher Canvas Wax, and I'll see if I can get this in screen decently, S sent us this package. Um, and it is good for waterproofing. Now, I haven't tested it. I plan to test it. I have a few things I want to try with it. And there is a, a video that's going to be forthcoming as soon as I get a few more minutes to, to deal with it. But it's a neat little package. I believe it's available on Amazon and maybe a few other places. And I will put I that know. link in the description of this video. Okay. So if anyone gets it before, you know, wants to throw their opinion to me and whatnot, but uh, so far, uh, the packaging is really nice. The product seems nice. It smells good. Uh, I'm not telling you what it tastes like because that's not me. Well, <laughs> Robert would have tasted it by I now. I would have. Of course I would have. It's beeswax. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so far what I've seen, I like. Um, and I have some things I want to try. I want to I see a few things that, you know, it's going to be a surprise. But... Yeah, just a shout out to this guy. I mean, they sent this product with no expectation of what we were going to do or anything. They said, like, just talk about it and, and get it out there. And we're going to do that. There's, you know, we've made no promises of a good or bad review. When I, you know, we're just going to give it a thought. But I think it's something that's up the alley of a lot of our guys and gals that listen to us. It's something that's an all natural beeswax waterproofing. So, uh, yeah, I actually had the page up there. So, uh, it retails for $19.99 on Amazon. That's with free shipping ships relatively yeah. quick. I mean, he sent it out to us. We had it the next week, I think. Yep. So. so, and a portion of the profits are donated to, uh, conservation family owned hand poured British Columbia. So it's Canadian. Um, yeah, I mean, everything so far looks and seems awesome so i have pretty high expectations for this so i can't wait to try it uh i do have something i think is going to really be good and and if it works it's going to be very beneficial to me so i'm looking forward to that um i may have to get my sewing skills out and uh and work on that i so, do have a sewing machine ben i bought a sewing machine specifically for making bushcrafting yeah. items so did i well, what did you buy uh mine is a singer or something or other i don't know you push the pedal uh, and it goes <laughs> oh, i bought a Janome hd 1000 uh oh you want a little bigger mine was uh mine's a small unit okay mine's a full size average size uh sewing machine it's about the hd stands for heavy duty it's supposed to go through some thicker materials and stuff everything i've tried it seems to go through fine Needles sometimes snap. That's their fault. Uh, don't buy cheap needles. Don't buy cheap thread. Uh, my skill level is on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe a 2. <laughs> uh, I can usually get a decent straight line on, on good material. Uh, I am not blaming my sewing machine for my, my limitations at all. The limitations are 100% me. Um, I know it's a good machine. I know other people have had great success with it. So when I fail, I know that it's me not setting it up right, not using the right materials. But I mean, there's another skill. Uh, I think that's an under 
underrated skill for bushcraft underappreciated skill at least most people say oh i don't need a sewing machine for whatever i don't want to learn to sew blah 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 you know what sewing machine has bailed me out more times than i can honestly Um. count in bushcrafting and just my normal day-to-day life i started using it to sew up like pairs of pants where i blow a seam out or something like that you know what i mean yeah run it through perfectly good i bought it thinking I can join two pieces of material together. This is awesome. I looked at it no different than a rivet gun or welder or many other tools that we use to join materials. And it was funny. A lot of guys made fun of me when I bought it. Like, oh, you bought a sewing machine for your wife, did you? I'm like, no. (laughs) No, that's fine. Uh, And it kind of joked at it. And I'm like, I don't know where people get off thinking that one thing is more manly than the other because it joins fabric. It's less manly than joining steel i beg to differ and i tend to agree like i said i've same thing when i first bought my sewing machine i got a lot of snickers until something uh something ripped that somebody else might have needed fixed and guess who was the first one they called out oh you you still got that sewing machine well i do (laughs) (laughs) curtains i've actually hemmed a lot of curtains i'm not gonna lie (laughs) hey rick how's it going bud if you missed the first of it um we're just kind of on our little rant here. This is going to be a shorter episode tonight. Uh, but the question was put out, if Ben and I go on an adventure, uh, or sorry, I guess the question wasn't put out. The uh, Offer. the invite was put out that Ben and I are going to plan an adventure. And with COVID restrictions lifting, we are putting that out to you folks, our listeners, to come and join us. Uh, and while there, we can, you know, do the normal bushcrafty things maybe learn from each other uh and just kind of have a get together and outing you know what i mean uh and of course we'll be taking all the covid rules into effect and all that good stuff so if you missed that we talked a little bit about it at the start but that's it in a nutshell the the gist is of it is everyone would potentially get the chance to see me and you in the woods which is educational uh a hundred percent because you will definitely learn what not to do oh for sure like, don't go out there expecting to learn the best way to do anything. You will find the best way to accomplish nothing in the fastest amount of time. Because uh, don't get us wrong. We don't preach and we make fun of it all the time. We're, we're not the best. I don't think anybody out there uh, that does this advocates that they are the best. I think doing something like this, you have to open yourself up to literally be honest and be like, we're still learning. This is an outlet for us to get our experiences across, good, bad, or otherwise, and we talk about the bad just as much as the good. Uh, And that's kind of what this get-together is going to be. We want you guys to come out, hang with us. We can chat around the campfire, maybe have a few adult beverages, maybe if you don't drink adult beverages, have some water, tea, whatever. I'm sure there'll be plenty of stuff around. Um, And we can have some chats and talk about our misadventures, our adventures, uh, equipment, skills, whatever, right? I, I think that some of many of my absolute best trips, uh, many people would look at as a complete failure. <laughs> but I, I think a big part of like surviving at any skill, any, any, any tra- uh, hobby trade is, is to fail, is to get out and see what doesn't work and survive it. Like just go through and do it. So getting out there... With me and you, I mean, I personally find it hilarious. I, I, I find when we've gotten together before, it's been awesome. We've had a good time. 
Uh, we've never gotten together and said, well, we'll never go in it with that, that guy again. <laughs> no, and I mean, most times when we go out, <laughs> at least something goes a little off plan, which is fine. Oh, yeah. that, that's the fun of it, right? Yeah. And we don't even mind, really. Like, we, it was expected. I think we'd be almost as disappointed if things didn't go a little off. But... If it goes too smooth, it gets too boring. Oh, yeah. In all honesty, yeah. like you, you need a little bit of organized chaos. And by organized chaos, you're just allowing for it to happen more than anything. But yeah, but yeah, uh, and the other thing, Rick was uh, we mentioned a product. We're going to be doing a review on that a little later. Uh, and the other thing that I'm going to bring to light now, as as long as you're good with it, there, Ben, is a project I've been working on uh, with Ben yeah. as well. I'm potentially looking at buying a stretch of land, and I don't know if I've said this in the past or not. I can't remember if I brought it up in the podcast or not. And hopefully I'll know next week how that's all going to go down. Uh, it's been like a month and a half in the process. If anybody's dealing with banks right now, it is atrocious, is all I can say. Everything is taking so freaking long to get done. Um... But hopefully, they said, uh, when was it? Friday. Last Friday, they were like, yeah, we just have one more question. You can call us back. Called them back. Oh, yeah, I'm on vacation until next Monday now. Not Monday the past, but the Monday after, the 9th. Uh, we'll get back to you then. So this this is basically how this whole adventure has been going. But in any case, the idea is it's a small stretch of property. It's only two acres. Don't get me wrong. It's not gigantic. Uh, but the locations, most people are going to say it's not stellar. For doing bushcrafting stuff i on the other hand i'm going to argue the point and say i think it's great because it's private enough off the road that you can accomplish whatever you want to do uh but it's close enough to some amenities uh if we had people come in and visit and want to see stuff and see some skills and things like that which is ultimately you know hint hint what i'm hoping down the road i can accomplish with some of this property uh there is things like there's a beach there there's camping area there there is a small general store within the area all within you know like 10 15 minute drive so it has the ability to get that outdoorsy feel with some nice amenities around you. So if you want to make a day trip, uh, you're covered. If you wanted to make a weekend trip, you're kind of covered. There's, I'm hoping there's potential there. And once it's all finalized, I'm going to drag Ben down here or up here, whichever direction you are for me, up here. And uh, we're going to go scope it out. I got a lead on some toys to try and do some work with the, the property. And toys. we're going to have a good time. Oh yeah, man! I got a bulldozer, skid steer back home. <laughs> I have been, I have been frantically working behind the scenes, uh, and trying to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. So it it sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And you have me at bulldozer, skid steer. <laughs> Actually, I'll show you some pictures after the podcast. Yeah, I've got more pictures to share with you after. Uh, if anyone's wondering, yes, I you know I I have had a few small adventures last the wall and they do have some photos i don't know if any of them will get posted publicly uh but uh yeah we've been sharing them uh so uh i, I shared one with you where i mm -hmm. drove up to a moose last week the funny know. thing is i was gonna tell you this when it um when you sent it to me melissa and i as i stated at the start we're on vacation we went to cape breton we did some uh hiking off the cabot trail we did the sky view trail uh, and some other stuff there. And the entire time, all Melissa wanted to see was a moose. No moose. You no. sent us that. That was great. The, the insult to injury was somebody posted up on Facebook that she knew. Literally within a 16-minute window of where we were, there was like a moose walked across the road. 
<laughs> so she's kind of devastated about that, but. Yeah, well, honestly, I spent a week and a half in Newfoundland, uh, and I seen two moose, and one of them was a result of a vehicle accident. So, mm. you know, one good one, one not so hot one. Uh, but I wasn't there to see animals, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, I got to see some beautiful country. I cut through uh, an, a little known area of Newfoundland, probably some of the most isolated areas of Newfoundland there is. I went through. Uh, and uh, so that was kind of neat. Um, anytime you can get out and see the the outdoors is, is, is a bit of a... Uh, stress reliever if nothing else so, mm. uh, it's great the other great things i got to share it with my daughter my middle daughter so that was fun too and yeah i seen that uh, i was gonna ask if you took all three kids or just her over and just the one and that's that's good you know what i mean uh three and not that three would be bad just might have added a little more complication to your situation yeah so. um yeah so there is that um yeah, so we were talking about a few things. What do we cover so far? We've covered potentially a get-together this fall. Um, covered. The product review. Maybe product some ideas review. for that there. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Ben. I kind of expected tonight to be a shorter episode with all the East Link problems anyway because I've been watching my my connection kind of go up and down here and I'm just wondering when it's going to go down and stay down. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, I think we're at 30 minutes. Uh, it yep. is, if you're good with it, quick, dirty show. And yep. uh, we'll hit it next week, full bore. That way we don't drop out halfway through and uh, lose some stuff. Because like yeah. I said, I've been watching a couple... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just got back in the province Sunday night. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to prepare anything. So uh, things are... They're calming down now, so I got a bit more time. So something next week, hopefully, a bit more organized, a bit more, uh, I don't know if interesting is the works. I think this this is also interesting in its own way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, more subject-orientated, more focused, for sure. So, uh, so all say I'll say is to um, end this out is on the Atlantic Bushcraft website, which you see down there, AtlanticBushcraft.ca. Uh, give me a day or so. Uh, well, maybe more than a day or so. Give me a couple days because, uh, like I said, I'm still traveling and stuff like that. I just came home for the podcast. Um, I'll put uh, some more information up there, and our email address will be up there, maybe a contact form. If you are interested in coming out with us, and we'll put it on Facebook and YouTube and all this good stuff too, uh, just get in touch with us. Uh, drop us a message. Say, hey, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Like I said, we're looking at early to mid-fall. Uh, we'll try and get you a better date within the next week or two because uh, once again ben and i just kind of planned this impromptu it's something we've been wanting to do we're kind of just putting the question out there that seems like a good time frame for everything we'll try and narrow it down a little bit to a date um and yeah just let us know if you're interested and if you are interested what kind of stuff you'd like to see there once again nothing official we're not offering official lessons uh i've already had i mentioned this to somebody else in passing that we were going to do this at some point and they're like oh yeah survival classes that would be great just to clear that up, these are not survival classes. This is just a get-together, just, you know, more or less celebrating COVID, buggering off a little bit. Uh, we are still going to be following COVID rules, and we can chat and just, you know, learn from each other a little bit. That's all we're looking to do. Sounds great. Yeah, 
us. Yeah, I, I can't add anything to that. Uh, survival classes would be great. Uh, anyone who wants to teach us that, we are more than willing. <laughs> well, I'll answer the question. Why don't we do survival classes? Because we've been asked to do uh, map and compass courses. We've been asked to do, uh, you know, emergency wilderness first aid courses, fire courses, things like this. The thing is, when you add course and there's a change of money, uh, there's a lot of liabilities on there and there's a lot of rules to be able to teach stuff like that within Canada. You need certifications, you need insurances, you need, uh, you need a lot of stuff. I looked into it and honestly, it'd be like a six month trek and tens of thousands of dollars on Ben's and I's behalf to try and set something like that up. Not saying we're not for doing something like that, but we would have to have revenue coming in. We'd have to have, like, there's a lot of stuff that would go into that. And if you're wondering how much actually goes into it, bump over to Wayne's channel, drop him a message and just ask. Cause I mean, the hoops he went through to start his was uh, pretty, pretty intensive in all honesty. And once again, not that we wouldn't do it in a heartbeat if we knew the potential was there, but that's a lot of upfront for us. Uh, and that's why we don't want to get into, oh yeah, we'll put on a map and compass course for you because I can guarantee you that uh, lands and forestry, probably ground search and rescue and a few others that are actually licensed to teach that kind of stuff uh, would probably be so far up our rear ends that they would see what we had for breakfast before the end of the day. Because <laughs> there is, there's a lot to it. Uh, and that's why we haven't gone down any of those routes. And, and I've been asked that several times. I don't know if you have been or not, Ben, but I, I keep getting asked, well, why don't you put on courses? In a nutshell, trying to very simplify it, that's why, at least on my end, at this point, I can't say, oh, yeah, I would love to put on, you know, a shelter building or a survival course or something like that, because honestly, there's a lot to it. I would love to do it unofficially, but now you're opening up to liabilities. You know what I mean? So... We kind of got to stay in the straight and narrow on it. I tried actually even using the search and rescue uh, avenue for uh, a uh, map and compass course. And we had it 90% set up. And then uh, we look into some of the liabilities and it, it's same idea, though. They definitely got shut down due to liabilities. I don't know who that was for, if that was connected with us at all or if that was something completely isolated. I know I've looked through lands and forestry, some of my old contacts when I worked for Natural Resources, uh, and some other people that I know that have started their own survival schools, like Mitch Mitchell and Wayne and some other stuff, and they would just be like, be prepared. It is uphill the entire time, uh, and it's a ton of upfront. Unless you have a huge dedication walking into it, it's going to be a struggle. So, once again, not that I wouldn't love to do it. If somebody out there wants to hand me ten grand and give me a slap on the rear end and tell me to get to it, I'm your man. I'll do it. <laughs> but right now, uh, it, it's just unfortunately slightly out of grasp. I'm not saying it won't come later. It's just slightly out of grasp right at this moment. I think that explains it as good as I can without getting too specific. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we are uh, starting to ramble, so we'll let you go. Uh, get out there, have some fun. Uh, looking forward to talking to you guys in the again in the near future. Uh, I guarantee you, we have a ton of things left to say, so we'll be around for a while. So, uh, night all. Night, folks. See you.